Okay, this is John Breyer with Mainly Matters, and joining us today from Camden, Maine, are Elder Bishop and Elder Schuler. Both of these young men are in Maine serving as missionaries for the Church of the Latter-day Saints. We thought it would be interesting to learn a little bit about what it is like to be missionaries in Maine, and we're happy to have them with us today. Thank you both for coming on to Mainly Matters today. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you, too. All right, great. So, um, you know, I thought it would be interesting for our listeners to, to first know, you know, what brought, brought you folks to Camden, Maine? Um, where are you originally from? And how did you both end up in Camden working as missionaries? Yeah, so this is Elder Bishop. I'm I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah, a little town called Magna. And I I started my mission uh, in September of 2019. Um, I wasn't originally assigned to come and serve here, though. So I but just from due to COVID, we got moved around, and I ended up here in Camden. So. And this is Elder Schuler talking. So I started to serve a mission in September of 2020. I'm from a small town called Hosford, Florida. It's about 45 minutes west of Tallahassee. So yeah. And I've also been assigned out here now to Camden, Maine. So thanks. So um, you mentioned that because of COVID, you got assigned to Maine. Where, where were you prior to that? So I, um, Elder Bishop, I was in the, Philippines originally uh, for about six months and then I had to uh, go home for about four months in March and in July of last year I came I came out and I was in Burlington Vermont for a bit and then I got transferred up here uh, about a month ago so okay and El- Elder Schuler, what about you where were you prior to coming to Maine so for me, I came out during COVID, of course, and prior to coming out here to Camden, Maine, I was in Nashua, New Hampshire. Okay. All right. So Nashua, New Hampshire and the Philippines. Uh, interesting. And you both in Maine. So so you both came to Maine uh, during COVID. Um, speaking of COVID, you know, COVID has Maine locked down pretty tight these days. Um, on a national level, a lot of people talk about Maine being one of the states that's you know, the most restrictive uh, due to COVID. So how does that affect your work as a missionary? Uh, what do you do on an average day to get your message out that's different than what you might be doing if, if COVID had never come to town? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so we've, we used to be out knocking doors and talking to people and uh, we would we'd just be, uh, you know, asking people if they want to hear a message, if we can come in and talk to their families a bit. And now with, with COVID and such, we have tried really hard to keep our work progressing and we've been pretty successful in doing so. We've um, kind of switched over to technology. Technology has become a really great help for well, everyone right now, you know what I mean, with, with Zoom and Facebook. So we've been using a lot of that to find people and talk to people and, and such like that, so. Interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you have to adapt like everyone's adapting in every aspect of um, life and work. So it, it, it's not surprising to hear that you've uh, been able to use technology to, to help carry out your mission. Uh, no pun intended. So uh, how large yeah. is how large is the Church of the Latter-day Saints in the state of Maine? And when when did it first start in Maine? There's some great questions. 
and we actually have some of that with us today, some of that information. And for those who are all curious, there's more information on our official church website for like uh, for the church in all different areas of the world, really. In terms of Maine, there are there are 10,958 members in the state of Maine, and the church was first brought to Maine in the year of 1832 by missionaries, of course. And just another little cool, interesting fact about it is the first church building was dedicated in Portland, Maine. That was in 1957. And again, there's more information for those who are interested. That's that's on that's on the churchofjesuschrist.org where they can find that stuff. Okay, thanks. And we'll we'll um, remind people at the end of the show how they can um, contact your, your organization and, and learn more about the church as well. So, you know, that's pretty impressive, actually, over 10,000 people, because Maine's a small state. There's just a little over a million people in the entire state. So um, 10,000 plus people is not an insignificant number. Um, how many missionaries from your church are typically in Maine at any given time? doing what what you two gentlemen are doing so before covid there was about 50 um at most missionaries um with areas all over we serve in companionships like like elder Schuler and i um for a period of like less of more than six weeks sometimes longer um right now there's over 70 missionaries in maine due to covid like due to missionaries being reassigned from from past missions Wow, that's uh, that's that's a bigger number than I would have, have thought. That's uh, uh, you must have the state pretty well pretty well covered in, in terms of um, missionaries because that's that's uh, 70, 70 of you. That's that's good. Um, okay, so you know, as missionaries, you're both young men. Um, we had talked a little bit before the show, and uh, you explained that it's a it's a two year um, service that you do as as a missionary, but. Uh, how would you describe your basic purpose and role as a missionary? What, how would you describe what it is you're doing right now and the purpose of it? That's a great question. So our purpose as missionaries is to invite others to come unto Christ by helping them receive the restored gospel through faith in Jesus Christ and his atonement, repentance, baptism, seeing the gift of the Holy Ghost, and during to the end. So that's our purpose, and that's really our basic message to everyone is about Jesus Christ and about his gospel. Yeah, we, um, a lot of people think that we just try to go around and baptize them. Um, and really all, all we want to do is just to help people feel the joy we have. Um, it's not something we can give them though. It's something that we can just show them how to get. So. Okay. Now how old are you two gentlemen? You don't mind me asking. Yeah, I'll be I'll be twenty in May. Elder Bishop is speaking. I'll be twenty in May. So. Yeah, and this is Elder Schuler. I turned nineteen back in January. Okay, so you're you're both young men. Um, you would, you know, in preparation for coming on today, we spoke a little bit, and you told me a little bit about your your church's founder, a man named Joseph Smith. Um, as I understand it, he was born on the East Coast. Uh, sometime in the early 1800s. Can you tell us a little bit about jo- Joseph Smith and and how he, you know, what how he became actually the founder of, of your church? Yeah, for sure. I, I'm glad that you're also using the word founder. <laughs> uh, a lot of people think that he, you know, was like the person we worship and such. However, 
But yeah, you're right though. He's he did found our church in, in 1830. Uh, he was born in Sharon, Vermont, in the year of 1805 on December 23rd. And um, throughout his whole life, he's had you know leg leg diseases and bone diseases, and almost had his leg amputated when he was a boy, and um, just things that were preparing him to be to do what he did, you know. And in 1820, when he was about 15, he had a, a vision of God and Jesus Christ telling him that they would restore their church that Jesus Christ established during his time in ministry on earth. Um, because over time, when Jesus Christ and the apostles died, it was, it was lost. And Joseph Smith, he was instrumental in, in bringing that church back and founding it in 1830. So. Okay, so maybe just talk a little bit about your church and and, and you mentioned um, the Bible getting distorted like so what are your views in terms of you know how did Joseph Smith um, come to to be the founder of your church how was it different you know you have uh, the Bible and then you folks have a um, you know an adaptation of that but what how did that come to be like what What's different between your church and, say, you know, uh, the traditional um, reading of just of the, of the Bible? That's a great question, and there are a few differences. So, prior to Joseph Smith, the course of seeing this vision, there was a lot of religious activity going around in the area he was living of Palmyra, New York. So, with that, he was very confused about which church was true, which church he should join. So, with that. He was reading in the Bible one day, and he read the verse, James chapter 1, verse 5, which reads, If any of you like wisdom, let him ask of God, and give to all men liberally, and if it not, shall we give it them? And so, of course, prior to this vision, Joseph Smith was inspired to act upon what this verse was telling him to do, and he decided to ask God. And once he did that, of course, he received this vision. Yeah. And so... Going off of that, so with our church, we, of course, we believe in the Bible, and we read through the King James Version Bible. And so we have that, and we also have another, um, we also have, of course, what everyone calls us the nickname, Mormons. We have the Book of Mormon, which is another testament of Jesus Christ. The Book of Mormon is, is similar to the Bible in that it talks about many things like prophets and revelation, and, of course, talking about Jesus Christ. The Book of Mormon talks about the history of the uh, of the people from the Americas, and they too also prophesied, and at a later point saw Jesus Christ. Yeah, but it's a it's a different book. It's a different book than the Bible. It's it's a we have it separately, um, not one replacing the other, rather both supporting each other. Oh. Understood. Interesting. So, for people listening that are not familiar with with your religion, you might have touched upon it already. But if you had to just if someone just came up to you and said, well, what are your basic religious beliefs? Can you, how would you state your basic beliefs? Yeah. Uh, first and foremost, we believe that uh, God is our loving Heavenly Father. Um, and when we call him that, we don't mean it as just a title. We, we mean it as he's our literal father and that we're all brothers and sisters. And we, we all lived with our Heavenly Father before this life. And... Um, this, what's going on right now, this life, is just a plan that God has designed for us to, to choose between good and evil 
and to choose to return back to our Heavenly Father when we die. And, um, and we believe that that Jesus Christ is our Savior and, and that through his atonement, it's made possible that we can return back to our Heavenly Father. And Jesus Christ has, has talked and, and God has talked through his holy prophets and, pro- and when they prophesy of things, revelation from God and prophets guide the church today. Um, his, the prophet's today, Prophet's name today is named President Russell M. Nelson, um, and he was he was made the prophet in 2018. Okay, well, um, well thank you. Um, some some very powerful words there. So we had I, I had mentioned that I thought you had told me you you do two years of missionary service. Is that correct? Yep. Okay, so. Um, you know, you're both young men. You're 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 in the middle of your of your service now. At the end of your two years, um, you could you know maybe both tell our listeners what do you plan to do with your lives uh, individually once you complete your missionary service. Yeah. So this is Elder Schuler talking. Um, my answer is going to be similar but different than Elder Bishop. So for me, after I plan on serving my mission, I plan to go on to school and go to college and to do that and figure out what I want to do for a career. And while doing so, of course, want to hopefully get married and start a family and do those kinds of things. But that's, those are my plans, of course, after my mission. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Elder Bishop, what are are your plans? Yeah. So I've, I was originally going to go into the military, actually, before I came on my mission. I was going to join the Marines, um, but I decided against it, and I didn't do anything about that. Um, so joining the Marines is still kind of on my mind um, when I get home. Um, however, I, if, if that never works out, or if I decide differently, I, I want to go to college. and um, I want to study either journalism or screenwriting, and if I can, I'll study law as well and um going to the law enforcement. Um, but then, yeah, I agree, I agree with Elder Schuler too, that I, I'm uh, going to start a family when I, when I have a good job and such. And when I, when I have a good pay, I want to, you know, get married and such and all those things that come with being an adult. <laughs> sure. Sure. Interesting. I will tell you, um, I was in the army and I do remember very clearly during, um, I went through Warrant Officer Candidate School, and one of the one of the one of my classmates was uh, his last name was Yearout, and he was a member of your church. Um, okay, cool. And the reason I remember that is because um, he had um, uh, special markings on his undershirts and and uh, and things. So yeah. he was he had a little advantage because one of the, one of the big things there was uh, not getting your laundry mixed up with anyone else's because everything looks the same and they try to make you lose your laundry and, and it's just so they can get on you. But, um, he, he never had that problem. So he had a little bit of an advantage. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was, that was interesting. So, well, that's great. I mean, I really appreciate both of you taking your time today to come on to mainly matters and tell us a little bit about, uh, your church, um, your work as missionaries in Maine. If people are interested in learning more, I know you mentioned it, but if, if people are interested in learning more about the Church of the Latter-day Saints um, overall, and, and maybe particularly in the state of Maine, how should they contact you? Should it be through the website? And if so, you know, give the give the website address again, or if there's any other way that 
that they should reach out to the two of you if people are in Maine, for example, uh, and they're interested. Just, just let our listeners know how they can find out more information and, and if need be, um, reach out to the two of you. Yeah. So our, our church website is called thechurchofjesuschrist.org. Um, that's for mainly members of our church, but anyone's welcome to go visit that. Um, usually people who are learning about our church and learning about the beliefs and are interested in just investigating it um, can visit a website called comeuntochrist.org. Um, that's for people who are non-members of our church and they are interested in learning at all. And uh, from there, they can get in contact with missionaries in their area. And yeah, just move on from there. They can order, they can ask for a Book of Mormon, which is completely free. Um, you can, anyone can have one. We, it's, it's the Word of God, so we don't charge it for it. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, and if, if they want to contact us, um, we're more than welcome to mention our number if that's, if that's okay. It's okay with me if, if it's okay with you folks. Go ahead. Yeah, so our, our phone number, we share one. Um, it's, it's 207-450-3462. Um, and like we said, you can visit comeuntochrist.org, and if you want, ever want, if they ever want to learn more, they can kind of put some information in, not, not too much, obviously, not too much personal information, and like where they live, like in a city, and it'll, it'll, the system will refer them directly to the missionaries in that city that are working there, so. Okay, and, and and thank you for that. Um, do you do you offer any live streaming services of your of your church services? Is is that something that non-members could can check out if you do offer that um, to kind of get a, a feel for for how you you folks um, do your Sunday services, or is that not available at this time? No, they are they're available. So our church service in Rock Rockland, um, we have one uh, a building in Rockland right now. And it's every every other week. There's a session at nine thirty and ten thirty in the morning, and then the week after there's a session at ten thirty, and it kind of switches off for now, just like that. But anyone's anyone's welcome. Um, on our church buildings, it has the name of our church, and it also says visit, visitors welcome. So anyone's welcome to come in and, and visit, and uh, we'll be sure to make them feel at home. And uh, yeah, and, and that's every day. Uh, Sundays. Every Sorry. Sunday. Okay, every Sunday. All right. Well, you know, gentlemen, um, thank you. Thank you so much, Elder Bishop and Elder Schuler. We really appreciate you coming on to Mainly Matters. It's been interesting um, to hear how you folks go about your day, what you do, and, and your beliefs, and uh, learn a little bit more about your church. So thank you both for coming on. Yeah, thank you, John. We really appreciate this time. To do it. We had a great time. And again, thank you so much for allowing us to be out here with you. Yeah. All right. You're welcome. Well, this is John Breyer with Mainly Matters. Uh, thanks for stopping by, and we'll be back soon with a new episode.